I want to know why you guys are saying that I owe you anything. Child support agency, you never really love me. You never really love my kid. All you really care about is your money. I told you once and I tell you again. I love my kid, but don't make him a brand. Don't extort me and call me a friend. I paid last month and I do it again. You gotta walk in my shoes. I gotta tell you the truth. You never cared about us. You just wanna get the money and live us a mess. <laughs> See, this is so funny that you guys say this. I pay every month. I paid that on June 25th. Pretty sure that's June 25th. It says that I made that payment. Right, I, it hit our system June 27th. Oh, okay. So you do see that I paid for July. Well, that was the July payment. That was supposed to be paid July 1st, but I paid it July, June 25th. I paid it six days early just so you guys don't freak out about that. Today is November 7th, 2023. I'm your host. My name is Sean. It is 10.03 a.m. What I want to talk about today is actual being in the courtroom for your child support hearing. It's very important that you prepare for this meeting big time. It's a bigger meeting than you have ever attended in your life. Everything is stacked against you as a parent. The whole child support system the on the federal level and the state level have been stacked against you. They've been created not for parents, not for children, not for families, but for the government. We know that the child support agency is basically a company that is employed by the government. And it is their job to enforce child support. And it has been, it's a big deal throughout America at the federal level and at the state level. The money flows for that reason. It's a big deal and you need to be prepared for it. When you're in the courtroom for whatever it is, for any reason, but definitely for child support, it is the job and the duty of the person whether it be a lawyer on the other side, a personal lawyer or a lawyer that works for the child support agency or whatever. But it is very important for you to know this. It is their job to make you look as a parent really bad. So they're going to dig into your work history. They're going to dig into any criminal history that you have. Any history that you have at all with the police department, they're going to dig into that. It is their job to make you look really bad in front of the judge. And also, you know, a lot of times the lawyer for the other side is in that courtroom and knows procedure and knows that judge really well. So the deck is completely stacked against the parents. It is my belief that child support should not be pushed into the court system it is the the life of a family is completely separate and it should not be at all judged in a courtroom period child support is already going to cost a lot of money and it's going to cost the parents a lot of money over the course of the child's life until they're 18 years old. So no matter what, it's going to be hefty, really hefty. 
and the fact that you also need to pay a lawyer for this bad news is really bad. And in the beginning, in 2009, I hired a lawyer because I really don't know that much about child support. I didn't know that much about child support at the time. So I hired a lawyer and I explained to the lawyer all I want. All I really care about is that there is no arrears posted because I have lived and raised my child and I've been paying $500 a month to my child's mother since she surpassed her first trimester in pregnancy. So all I really care about is that there is no back child support ordered. That's all I care about. So in 2015, well, actually what happened when I went through court and I had a lawyer, um, she, my lawyer was a female and I've known her for a long time. She was a really good friend of mine. And she called me on the phone and she said, you're going to be really mad. This is what was ordered. Some crazy amount of back child support over $10,000 and then $798.22 payment per month. In addition to that, I had to pay her because she was my attorney and I just saw that order. I think it got it got mailed to me. And I saw it that one time. And then in 2015, when I wanted to see the order again, I looked everywhere for it and I couldn't find it. So I went online and I looked online. I couldn't find it online. I went on to the child support site and I couldn't find it on the child support site. So I actually had to pay for this order again. So in addition to paying $798.22 every month, in addition to the $10,000, I got a personal injury settlement in 2012 and I just paid it off. So in addition to all that, I had to pay for this order again. So it was like, I don't know, like $16 or something. So I got, but I actually got the order and it was emailed or faxed to me. I don't even remember. But in that order, it said that my, that there, I was not an appearance. Now I called that morning to to see to make sure no the day before I called to make sure that my lawyer was going to be there and I got a message that the uh, there has been a continuance filed from the other side there was no court the next day so I didn't go well what happened was there actually was a court hearing and me and my lawyer were not there but my lawyer showed up on my behalf telephonically she appeared on the telephone and so she was on the phone when all of this happened and she let all of this happen so i was scarred basically i had a ten thousand for a single kid i was making forty thousand dollars a year seven ninety eight twenty two a month is like what they give people, you know, parents that make like over 250,000. I don't know. They have some calculator for it. But what was really hefty that I did not want was the arrears. It was over 10,000. At the time, I was like, you know, she needs it and the kid needs it. And, you know, I understood it. So I just let it go. I mean, knowing what I know now, I had 30 days to appeal that order and I should have appealed it, but I didn't. So anyway, so I found out, so that was the last time I used a lawyer for child support, period.
So what I think happened with my child support case, this is what I think. I don't know this for sure. I think that the other parent's attorney, the mother's attorney, contacted my attorney and, you know, either said, you know, like made some type of deal, either I'll give you this amount of money or, you know, I'll let you win the next one or whatever, so that she would fold. And that's exactly what she did. She folded and she was my friend. And I say was because recently I looked in the property appraiser and I looked on the Florida bar and she's not in either place which tells me that she probably passed away that I don't know about. But anyway, so that I talked to her, I think it was like one year later, I went to her office and I talked to her about something completely different. And I told her, you know, I actually looked at that judgment and it said that she appeared telephonically and she let all that happen. And she, she said to me, Sean, you know, I wouldn't do that. Now she didn't make any effort to fix it. Number one and number two, even more so she did not deny it. So I just don't use lawyers anymore. If I can, if I don't have to, and not only that, I can't afford it anyway. So as a parent, when you're in the courtroom and child support or custody is being decided on, make sure that your lawyer gets it on the record that you want custody of your child. The reason why you want custody is because that's what child support is based off of. It's based off of custody overnight. It's based off of all kinds of stuff. So there is a calculator out there that they're supposed to use, but they deviate from that big time. They deviate from that all the time. And if they can deviate it to make your payments go up, they can deviate from it to make your payments go down or you can deviate from it if you want to for any reason that's happened in your life. You've changed jobs. Your income is different. Anything. Uh, your lawyer needs to one, get it on the record that you want custody of your child and number, you want to be the custodial parent. You want to get child support paid to you. You don't want to be paying child support. Now, the other thing is that you or your lawyer, whoever is, you know, working for you or whatever in the courtroom, you want them to deviate from the guidelines also. So you want, you want to get that on the record that you want to deviate from the guidelines. They might deny it or whatever, but on appeal, you need to have it on the record. And another thing that I do personally is I don't use lawyers anymore. And I don't think I'll, maybe in the future, if I can afford it, I'll use a, a good lawyer, but I don't use lawyers anymore for ch child support, especially. But what I do use is a court reporter. It's very important. And they're like, I don't know, they're like $100, $150 or something. When a lawyer is like, 
you know, $10,000, $15,000. So I get a court reporter every time. I want everything that goes on in that hearing to be on the record. I want the court reporter to record that and I want it to be recorded, the audio be recorded. And I want her, or in my case, it's a woman, but it can also be a male recording everything that's said by every person on a steno type machine. I use a court reporter for everything now. I looked on YouTube and there was a video about hiring court reporters and like, you know, like he said to start the person that I was following, I don't know, for this, he said to start a, a spreadsheet and just start calling these court reporters. So that's what I did. I started calling these court reporters and I was getting court reporter time after time. They were completely jammed up from depositions and they couldn't take on any more new clients. And I understood that. And then I found this one it was like a mom and pop's place and then she was able to negotiate with me so i've used her ever since and she is crazy awesome and so much cheaper than a lawyer she's way better having a court reporter that records everything than having a lawyer it's just way cheaper the results of a child, the child support hearing is going to be bad for you anyway. Whichever parent you are, there's going to be payments happening and hopefully the payments will be made to you, but they may not. They may get paid to the other parent. So it's just much better to have that recorded. And so what? If you go in there and it's recorded that you make mistakes, so what? I use the audio and I was like, next time I'll do this. Next time I'll do that. Next time I'll say this. Next time I'll say that. So, I mean, mistakes, I mean, made in a courtroom, they're treacherous, but at least you can learn from them when you get the audio. That's really important that you learn and change when you get the audio. It's really important also that you look at the rules ahead of time and you want to comply with all the rules like the dress code. Like, I don't know about other states, but here in Florida, you can't wear jeans. They freak out about that. You can't bring children in the courtroom. So if you don't have a babysitter, you're going to, you're, it's gonna, you're just gonna, you're gonna have to leave them out in the hall and hope that they're good or whatever, because you cannot bring them in the courtroom. But you can bring them in the courtroom if you have advanced, if you give the court advance notice and they grant, grant you the ability to bring your kids in the courtroom. I have no idea how it actually works, but no children are allowed in the courtroom. Which is crazy because you're going there for a child support hearing. The other thing that happens a lot in the courtroom when you get in there is that, well, it happened to me anyway. I was going in there by myself and I would be intimidated because, you know, there would be a judge and the, ju and the bailiff and the other person's attorney. You cannot be intimidated by the other side. You can't be intimidated by the courtroom or the judge. You're going to make mistakes. As long as you're following the rules, everything is good. The absolute fact of the matter is that right now in 2023 and I think since 1985 is when 
the Brady Amendment got filed. I don't even know, but it's been a long time. The fact of the matter is the the American law is right now with the child support agency being in the courtroom. So you have to completely comply with all their rules and all the laws and all their procedures right now. That's the way that it is. Child support agency, you never really love me. You never really love my kid. All you really care about is your money. I told you once and I tell you again. I love my kid, but don't make him a brand. Don't extort me and call me a friend. I paid last month and I do it again. You gotta walk in my shoes. I gotta tell you the truth. You never cared about us. You just wanna get the money and live us a mess. Are you a St. Petersburg police officer? Yes, sir. That's cool. Yes. You ever arrested anybody that had a child support warrant before? Yeah. Really? What do you mean you're not a big fan of them? Because that's, that was like specifically written into the Constitution to a debtor's prison. Right. So you shouldn't be sending someone to jail over money. 